couple of weeks ago, Apple, as in the stock symbol AAPL, crossed a market cap valuation of one trillion modern dollars. <laughs> um, and whether or not that's historic is arguable if you go back and look at much larger monopolies and like standard oil or whatever or like the size of like the east india company and mm, that's right that like counts. if you if you go back you know to pre-wall street stuff um but uh that's not the topic it's just a um an excuse to talk about something that's been annoying us about apple lately um and this was also on the eve of their fall iphone event which will be between this episode and our next one because we're not gonna record you know like two hours before they do it <laughs> um, we're not <laughs> um and the main thing is that um so apple hit this huge milestone in the stock market and apparently they care about it because they seem to be um betting their future well not betting but pushing more into charging for services because they're running into the large number problem with just selling people annual iPhones or even getting people onto annual iPhones. Yeah. I mean, the service model is pretty hot right now. It has been for the past, God, like five, probably 10 years. Everything I think is five years is really 10 years. Mm. We've gotten to that point. <laughs> um and you can see why. I mean, it's a very predictable, well, a comparatively predictable income stream. It's easier to get somebody to promise to pay you $5 a month than to pay you. I mean, we used to basically have cell phones on a subscription plan. We would, every two years, your cell phone carrier would say, okay, well, you've paid enough for your current phone. You can have a new one now right. for quote, quote, unquote, free. Yeah. Right. If you're if you're doing a payment plan through the carrier or Apple's uh, upgrade plan now, the only difference between now and then is that it's transparent. Yeah. So I'm I'm now an ex I actually am an iPhone subscriber right. in in that sense. I really like the upgrade program actually. But um. Oh yes, and this is not to rag on uh, subscriptions as a business model. Um, the iPhone and um, uh, like no notorious ball roller um, Adobe like. <laughs> Their subscriptions make sense. Yeah, Office uh, as a subscription makes a certain amount of sense. Right. And again, it's a nice smooth income stream, not like, you know, without the bumpiness of, well, the new iPhone is out. So, I mean, with with like me and my fellow nerds on the mm -hmm. upgrade program, like we're steadily paying into, well... More, actually, I don't know how that works. Does Apple get part of our money every month, or is it just a lump sum from Citizens One, the loan company, or, uh, or something else? I wonder how that works. I don't know. I uh, I don't know how their banking relation works. Because that may or may not actually smooth out the sort of slump among. Although, again, I wonder. I do wonder to what extent there really is a slump before the new ones come out, because like, I think that everyone knows that new iPhones come out in September, but I'm probably wrong about that. Yeah. Um, and so uh, this weekend is Labor Day, which means I spent time with family. And it was <laughs> a fact that I reminded at least two people. E. Yeah, friends don't <laughs> let friends buy new iPhones in August. <laughs> Or even June. <laughs> I mean, if it's any if it's any later than like I want to say April. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say like March when they make the red one. Like that's your last chance. Yeah. Otherwise, you're waiting waiting for the next one. 
Yeah, the red one. <laughs> That's true. Um, God. They should, oh, yeah, and you can see why they, they have the red one come out. I mean, I'm sure it ties in with some AIDS month or something like that, but... I'm not sure it does. I think it's just extra news. Maybe. And again, yeah, whatever. But um, so yeah, Apple and services. I, uh, I'm i an Apple Music uh, subscriber. I was a Beats subscriber before that because somebody said that something was really good about it. Maybe the suggestions or something, but... I had I... heard that their recommendation was the good one. I don't know if that is true. I I don't feel like it's true now. I don't remember if I felt like it was true a few years mm -hmm. ago. Probably not. I want to say if that's the good one, the bad ones must be really terrible indeed. And I mean... It's true that with a service like Pandora, which I also pay for, I'm one of the few people <laughs> that actually contributes to their bottom line, um, inevitably Coldplay uh, is is sort of baked into their rating mm. recommendations engine <laughs> in a way that I wish it really weren't. Yeah. So the thing about Apple Music, um, and now that Amazon and Google also compete in this uh, $10 a month music streaming service thing, is that all three of those are anti-competitive except with each other because they're priced at cost because Apple, Amazon, and Google have lots of other money. Right. So they're more interested in, you know, like, subs subscriber count for their metrics to Wall Street. It would be nice, though, if if one of them would try really hard to lure me away from Apple Music, which is mostly superior to the others right now because it's like the built-in thing. It's right. like what what Siri will uh, choose well, from. What Siri will know about. Right. It's what, what she's allowed to yeah. use. I don't know why I keep referring to Siri with female pronouns when I explicitly have my Siri set to be an Australian man. Yeah, but it's a backronym and Siri is a feminine name. Yeah, ish. For some reason, we, we know, for various cultural reasons, but um, I no, I would probably still stay with it just so, <laughs> so that I could change the song in my car with my watch, basically. But yeah, that's another point too that I'd like to bring up on all their other services that um, I pay for because they're the ones that work with the OS without you know. Too much arguing or not being allowed to background task as frequently or um and you know and rightfully you know it should be very difficult for other things to work as um as icloud drive works in terms of you know like downloading stuff in the background or um basically breaking out of the sandbox to do stuff um because that would be mm -hmm. bad like to let google do that for various reasons <laughs> yeah um and uh, yeah. Dropbox on the Mac is now a virus. You know, it does that thing where it asks you for accessibility privileges all the time. You could either say yes and make that go away or just deal with it asking you every one now and again. Yeah, I have not installed Dropbox. I'm not, I think you have to do something special to make it install nowadays or something. Like you have to explicitly allow it or something, but I haven't installed it on my new iMac, um, and I I manually copy things into it uh, using the browser. Right, you're the better <laughs> like, for it. 
old school. Yes. Because uh, it, it did get creepy after a while. Yeah. And, like, I tolerated it on my old Macs that I already had it installed on. But I'm not willing to tolerate that on my new Mac. Uh, although I'm also not super willing to switch over to iCloud Drive for my large file storage. Um, mostly, I mean, I guess maybe not for any real reason. I also... Uh, I have desktop sync turned on on my iMac Pro, but it's not syncing with anything. The reason I bothered turning iCloud Drive on was because I had too many photos for whatever, like, the the last tier of iCloud storage was on. So let, let's say it was 200. I broke 200, and I'm, like, at 203. Mm. And, like, the next one up was the 2 terabyte one. You know, whatever <laughs> the actual numbers are, but that was a scenario, so I turned it on to just you know, try to use the space I'm paying for. Yeah, I don't think I'm quite there yet. Uh, it mostly holds my iPhone backups, almost exclusively, in fact, and a few documents that I've created um, stubbornly in, <laughs> in the iWork apps. Uh, I do still prefer pages to make, like, pretty documents. <laughs> I still prefer Pages 09. Pages 09 was good. Yes. <laughs> Possibly the and best word processor we'll ever see. And Pages 09 is a blessed version because when I went looking for my Pages disc, I found a bunch of Apple stickers that I'd forgot that I had. I have some <laughs> of the rainbow, the old school rainbow stickers. I have a big one and a little one because you, you used to get a sheet of four, two big ones mm -hmm. and two little ones. And I had given um, half of those to one of my friends in Riverside like 10 years ago. <laughs> And then I had put the others because they're too precious to ever actually stick to anything. Of course, yeah. <laughs> like I, I i think we've talked about my my weird feelings about stickers before yeah. yeah um but yeah because of because of i work 09 which we all miss dearly and like even even uh uh numbers used to be a lot more capable back then they ripped a whole bunch of functionality out which was super disappointing yeah um, but it, I mean, so on the one hand, they're not really making us pay a subscription for it, like Microsoft Words, because it's included with your purchase of a an Apple something, an Apple anything, really. Yeah. But it kind of sucks. So you're probably going to shell out <laughs> for, for Office 365 if your employer or school does not pay for it for you, which many do. Yeah. Um, but they do make you pay for enough space to back up any device that they sell. Um, and I'd rather that they did the opposite. I'd rather that they make iWork worth paying for again. And instead gave everyone free backups. Because what you have right now is, oh, I'm getting this error. I guess I should go delete some photos. Hmm. And, like, that's not the user experience you want. And, you know, it's been ripped on by Google in the uh, Pixel commercials. Because everyone has seen that dialogue where you go to take a picture and your phone's like, nah, I don't have enough storage. Or you get the uh, out of iCloud space for backup warning and you think that that's that other warning. And similarly, you know, just start randomly deleting memories. Yeah, people super don't want to do that. Although, and actually that was one of the really nice things that I appreciated about iOS 11 was the new thing with the screenshots where you could, from after you did the share sheet thing, you could then... So some, some screenshots I did hold on to for spite purposes, um, <laughs> <laughs> but others I really did just want to share somewhere and then instantly delete, and that was really nice. And a tiny step in the direction of 
being kind about people's iCloud usage, I guess. Maybe it's just convenience. I don't know. Probably yeah. not. I'm probably giving them way too much credit <laughs> for that. Yeah, was never assume malevolence where incompetence would work or vice versa or Right, never assume um malevolence where yeah, where yeah. where stupidity is a sufficient explanation. Right. <laughs> which is which is pretty I mean pretty often uh the case. Um but it does feel like a lot of their um, service offerings are, you know, like punitive in a sense where, you know, you can't tell if it's malevolence or incompetence. So like um, iCloud Drive, for example, um, I um, recorded a small project at work last week, but it wasn't 4K. So that was um, 60 gigabytes of, you know, five <laughs> minutes of footage. <laughs> Mm. Only slightly exaggerating. The project files are 60 gigs now, but um, mm. <laughs> um, so I put it on my iCloud Drive desktop because I was importing on my 2012 MacBook Pro because it has an SD card slot. Fancy. Um, and the 2013 <laughs> Mac Pro, which I'm doing the editing on, does not. And it was just easier to do that rather than make enough USB extension cables to get from the Mac Pro to the camera. Um, and I think using the card reader is faster anyway. Mm. Um, but anyway, I go home and my poor um, Retina MacBook here that I record on <laughs> tells me its disk is full. Poor baby. <laughs> because it decided it needed to download that whole new folder because it's the newest thing it saw, so it must mean I want it now. And... Um, without going to the command line um, or tools that just run the command line, there's no right. way to tell it to stop. <laughs> like there's a dialogue that lets you see what it's doing, but there the X on it doesn't really do anything ever. Mm. Um, so I mean, I've filed radars about it, but it's like that <laughs> was a horrible experience. And if someone else did that accidentally, like I assume that they would have just turned iCloud Drive off because that's the answer. That I saw in the uh, Apple support forums. Yeah, yeah, that's not what you hope for. Yeah, it's like no, that's not what I want. It's just I don't need this sixty gigabyte folder on all my machines if it's not going to fit. Yeah, and there isn't really a good solution for that. Like, so in is there even like a preference pane somewhere where you can say don't sync this stuff? Sounds like no. No, iCloud. Uh, or iCloud Desktop and Document Sync, which is what this feature is actually called. iCloud Drive is the whole thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I know. Wonderful naming Apple's been up to lately. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like MacBook Pro 13-inch with two Thunderbolt ports. Right. Um, <laughs> um, uh, no, you have two options, which is 100% um, or um, optimize local storage, which is what I have set on. So it, you know, should... Yeah, that was really... And so it should have, and so instead of doing that, like it was like purging, you know, like small little, you know, pages, documents <laughs> all over the place to try and make room. And it's like, first of all, just hold on to those. Like, right. come on, you know, it's, ugh. and it wouldn't stop until it got that disc pressure warning. You know, Yikes. it's just, um, and with the elite, uh, most recent update to the MacBook Pro hardware, um, Apple's using literally the most expensive storage possible. It's not just that it's solid state. It's that the method of doing that is they have the fastest 
possible chips for it, which are soldered directly onto the board. So it would cost you $6,000 to make <laughs> a machine that can fit two terabytes of iCloud storage on it as a copy. You know, whereas if they made something big enough that still fit a two and a half inch drive in it, um, the four terabyte Samsung ones, which are only six gigabytes a second, you know, because mm. that's considered slow now. Um, right. <laughs> Back uh, in my day. I know, I know. <laughs> 4,200 RPMs, people. But it's down to $900 for four terabytes <laughs> of quote-unquote slow solid-state storage. Which sounds like an astonishing amount of money, except that compared to get, to you can't get that much grand. storage in a Mac yeah. at all. Yeah, <laughs> and if you tried, it would you it would cost. Well, you, you can in the in the fifteen inch only you can, and it's like a oh you can get four. Yeah, and it makes a ten thousand dollar laptop. Nice, nice. Like back in the day when when laptops were really unusual because again they cost ten thousand dollars. Right. I want to look this up specifically just just to get the exact number. I <laughs> Specking out a MacBook Pro. Yep, and it's going slow because Apple has added mountains of JavaScript to their pages. See, yeah, they had episode. to modernize. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they had to modernize, but not in the sense that. Well, actually, do we know yet if they take the entire store down during an event? No, they shouldn't. I think they didn't for the last one, but we'll see. Okay. I don't do, remember. Do you want to add that one to the draft? Do you want that to be one of your picks? <gasps> yes. <laughs> Apple does not take the store down. <laughs> I should actually write that down because I will certainly forget within yes. the next <laughs> five minutes. I spelled it wrong, but it's in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So um, I'm in the academic store, but the uh, base storage is 512. And to go up to four terabytes is plus uh, 28.80. That's the cost of an entire... Just buy a second laptop. The machine <laughs> just, starts at 2,600. So that's... Just buy a second... <laughs> Except you still don't get as much storage, so you should really buy, right, like, you would need an, eight another PC. <laughs> yeah. Buy five PCs, build... Buy... I mean, buy a really bitchin' NAS solution at that price. Right. Although it'll still be slower than the onboard storage, but, like... Well, yeah. But, like, sometimes, like, you don't need all of your storage to be that fast. I wish they would continue working on um, their Fusion Drive stuff. Um, so that was um, to keep the prices of entry-level iMacs and Mac Minis back when they Aww. made those. <laughs> um, so back in 2014, uh, the idea was you could have a solid-state disk and a spinning disk seen as one logical volume at the capacity of the larger of the two and it would use the faster one for caching but they might as well just do that for you know different grades of solid state you know so they could have a 256 gig you know boot and cache area of the unreasonably fast storage they have here and then you know give you a couple terabytes of the quote-unquote slower stuff because it's still going to be a billion times faster than a spinning drive ever would have been and they don't have to make the room for a spinning disk you know because they're still just dealing with chips yeah i just um i'm not personally sure i have enough faith in their software division nowadays <laughs> to uh believe that they would be able to do that and not have it be kind of sucky well fusion drives always worked they just never got apfs <laughs> um 
Yeah, and they're still yeah, and so you to. you wonder. So again, since it's the same concept as a fusion drive, you're like, hmm, maybe they can't do that for some reason that isn't hiring fancy young developers mm. from the Bay Area. We've talked before about how they should get like a few, like just get some boring programmers, hang on to them forever. Stop trying to hire only hotshots. Right. Because um, fusion drives are built on top of core storage, which is um, like, at an, like it's already above um, the OS level. So, you know, it's all in software. But I guess maybe those people from 2014 still aren't around. I don't know. And that's why it never got APFS. Um, also, um, the, the setup process for a fusion drive, which is has stayed command line, um, just tests your disks for speed to figure out which is the caching drive and which <laughs> is the overflow. Um, so you could build one out of a fast and slow SSD if you wanted to, and it would you know, act as if you used an SSD and a speedy disk. But anyway... That's not anything they're offering right now, and it's just... Nor do I expect it, even though yeah. it's a perfectly sound idea for right. cost That's... reduction, which would be lovely. Nobody likes paying as much for the MacBooks Pro as they cost nowadays. Yep, and they've got nothing in the low end right now at all. You know, they have a <laughs> three-year-old uh, MacBook Air, um, and coming on 15-month-old 12-inch MacBook, and I think similarly 15-month-old... Um, MacBook Pro with two Thunderbolt ports and escape key and not touch bar. <laughs> right, the non-touch bar 13-inch, Jesus Christ. There should really be a shorter way. Of, I mean, I guess people call it the MacBook Escape, which was cute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are, you know, over a year old, which is ridiculous. And, yeah. And not entirely in Tal's fault. Nope. You know, it's just this negligence on the Macs is just any any bitching and whining we had about Apple is just amplified by them being the wealthiest company in the world at this moment in time. Yeah, man, they're because there's just no excuse anymore. Money can solve all of these problems. It's not quite as bad as the Elon Musk situation at Tesla, but it's not great. Right. It's not an operations problem. They can make almost anything they announce. Well, maybe. I mean, not air power, but right, apparently. <laughs> but at least, at least, you know, that's some accessory. It's not a flagship product, right? Oh, yeah. And I guess the HomePod doesn't count as a flagship product either. It's too bad Max as a service isn't. I mean, so Max as a service is actually a thing because of places like Mac Mini Colo. But like for most people, we want the hardware and we want it to be good, right? Please, yeah, well, and not. Multiple times I've walked into um, an Apple store and, um, you know, I, um, you know, it, when I'm like buying like some Thunderbolt adapter or something, you now mentioning, you know, it's for my 2013 Mac Pro, um, <laughs> like they, they switch into, oh, you know, do you have a, a business relationships with uh, with uh, this store? You know, do you know who our business rep is, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, um, that would be great if you made a new Mac Pro, we'd have something to talk about. Right. You've got nothing to sell me, bro. <laughs> right. I mean, there's the iMac Pro, and I own one, and it's very pretty, but it's not the same device. Right. Maybe my need is something that's headless or whatever. Maybe you need 30 of them. 
because you're running a service. And that's just not terrible. Although I think Mac Mini, Mac Mini Cola does have a bunch of iMac Pros. Yeah, and they, they are like hosting a, that now. a mounting solution for that, which is kind of cute. Yeah, like they buy but, the, um, uh, the VESA model without the foot and they just... They just vertically <laughs> mount them like they're one U machines, but you know they're like seven U high and back to back. But it's it's funny. <laughs> yeah, and a waste of good displays. Right. I mean, it's it's pretty appalling. One of the nicest things about this Mac is its beautiful twenty seven inch five K Retina display. And it's also a waste of the display in terms of power because when you remote into it, the the display will light up. Oh my god. Yeah. And so displays have gotten more efficient, but that's still, that's pushing a lot of pixels for no reason. And heat. Right. I can't even imagine how much those, ugh, it must be dreadful in their server rooms, um, at least in the hot rows. Well, I think they're in Vegas, so I mean, they're hot rows by default. Well, <laughs> it's funny how uh, what would be a nice breeze anywhere else is like being blasted in the face of the hairdryer in Las Vegas. That's one of the yep. <laughs> one of the things I remember about the one time I was ever there. Um, yeah, I think data centers are there just because statistically there are no natural disasters other than the fact that it is a constant heat wave. <laughs> right. But it's if you just have an power, ongoing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think there's also a big dam there, so nearby that might provide a certain amount of power right which is you know handy um yeah it's disappointing that apple is seemingly focusing so hard on their services at least uh maybe i mean i guess except insofar as trying to make their services actually really great they're pushing mm -hmm. them really hard but like i feel like um, if Apple didn't give a shit about Wall Street, like they would be value ads. Like, I, I can't believe you know that like free photo storage is a value ad. You know, like for the Google phone. Like, I guess you know so they could suck it up and you know <laughs> do all their evil analytics right. on it. <laughs> but like, th why isn't that you know a value ad for the iPhone? You know, like you will never see that stupid photo storage warning again. They will be clouded unless you explicitly turn that off or ask you during setup. You know, or whatever. But the point is, you know. You'll have space for it. That should just be a feature. And it's not it's something I expect to see announced next Wednesday. I'm not <laughs> no. even sure if I expect to see the free tier increase from five fucking gigabytes. Yeah, that's that's like not enough. <laughs> you know, people have suggested that they should give you as much storage as the device you bought. Um, I think I'd be up to two T by now. <laughs> Just, you know, for having 10 years of iPhone purchases. Yeah, I only have, uh, how many iPhones have I bought? 3GS, 4S, 5S, 6S, 7, 10. So, well, that's uh, six iPhones, more than I thought. Mm. I guess because I've been uh, an upgrade subscriber, instead of being on the talk cycle, I became a TikTok. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is fine. I'm willing, like... Apple at their best is extracting money out of me willingly because they made a new piece of hardware that I just absolutely have to have for rational reasons. Right. Same Z's. You know, other services that do subscriptions in terms of software, um, like at the bare minimum, you know, they're just supporting, you know, that they work with the 
new annual OS, which is probably too fast, um, and Apple should reconsider that. Um, but mm. also, you know, because they're on subscription, they feel like they need to aggressively add features or, you know, whatever, and they do. But, you know, like, iCloud doesn't get new features. It doesn't even get new storage tiers. No. But, and a lot of times you don't, so I don't, the one feature that I'd really like from iCloud is something that the Dropbox spyware <laughs> <laughs> malware has, which is you can specify don't sync this. And in fact, it's something that Time Machine has. So right, even know, Time Machine has it. Yeah. They know how to build that UI unless that guy left. <laughs> Possibly. Because, <laughs> you know, Time Machine hasn't, I don't think it's significantly changed in as long as I can remember. Right. Like, so when uh, Time Machine lost the whole Time Machine metaphor for restoring files, like, visually, I, I wonder if that's, you know, more, you know, leaving the skeuomorphic error or more like <laughs> the guy that knows core animation left that team and they don't want to borrow someone to put it back. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Time Machine was a great idea, though. Yeah, and it's one of the few things I got a wow from the audience when it was introduced. Because it was amazing. Yeah. Like, as I was working in tech support at the time, and I was like, I wish this were on every computer instantly right now, because one of the things that we did very frequently was try to recover data from people's failing hard drives. And did they ever have a backup? No, they did not. Yeah. And not even failing hard drives, but just because you have 30 days to recover um, stupid deletions. Right. I didn't, I didn't actually get as many of those as of um, catastrophic failures, but... Yeah, and we also had problems where with people running virtual machines because that would keep adding versions of, you know, the 40 gig virtual disk every oh. five minutes. And <laughs> yeah. so you had to tell it to ignore those because it had that damn option, but then that wouldn't be backed up at all. And just, but... Uh. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was still amazing, though. Yeah. Um, I know. It would be nice if instead of adding, trying to add new features, which granted they're not, they tried to make, like, so it's true that I don't know how to make Apple's mu Apple Music's recommendations better, um, but somebody probably does. Like, they should probably have figured out by now that I don't want to listen to a bunch of man bands, and if they're making me a new music playlist, it should be all women. I don't want to listen to any new man music for at least, like, five years. Yeah, and this is one of those things where, like, I feel like if you asked someone, you would get a response about how they're not creepy with your data. But it's, like, that's still they, No, this isn't creepy. <laughs> Just, you can have it. Don't sell it. Just exactly keep it. right. Keep, <laughs> it, keep it encrypted with a key that only your iPhone can decode. You know, like, there are a... a there are plenty of ways to do this securely <sighs> or arguably secure securely as we discussed with HIPAA last week. Yeah. <laughs> Best effort was made. Right. We tried and we told you when we had screwed up. Right. But, you know, a breach is completely different, like you said, than overtly selling it. Like the uh, Cambridge Analytica thing with Facebook was not a breach. Uh, no, it was not. <laughs> the product was, was working as designed. Yeah, apparently. But there's, you know, middle ground where you use the data you have to make your stuff better without trying to sell it for money. Right. You know, you don't just, need to aggregate it. You just need to use my data. Right. Basically, sell it back to me for money. <laughs> <laughs> but 
That's all I ask. <laughs> also, uh, we wanted to mention search ads, which are the thing where when you search for a specific app in the app store, the first thing you'll see is a competing app or a tangentially related app that somebody has paid to place at the top of your search results. Right. So this is Apple just screwing money out of developers. <laughs> Pretty um, much. Uh, and it's... Uh, so first of all, um, uh, this is already existing in the world of ads where impressions are free. Um, so that means you get to clutter my app space with your crappy ads for free, whether um, until a user clicks on them. And even sometimes then the tap still isn't worth anything. It's only the follow through that counts. Anyway, um, mm. so um, this makes the app store seem worse to the end user because Sometimes, because like the ads are subtle, even though it says like sponsored or whatever on it, or it's blue or whatever. Um, although blue looks more like it's the one like a recommended result, right? Like it looks that it's featured, the, like like it's the curated uh, search uh, for this term. Um, so like some of them are innocuous, like you know, if you search for the word podcast, you know, like yeah, let Overcast and Pocketcast, you know, try to outbid each other. That's fine, but. When you search for Overcast and Pocketcast as the top result, it's like, eh, store looks a little broken. Um, but some ridiculous ones that I saw just in the week I wrote this document were... Um, so I went to a 7-Eleven and they gave me a stupid card with a QR code on it to get a rewards card to put in <laughs> Apple Pay. And, you know, I was thinking about doing it. You know, so type 7-Eleven into the App Store and an ad for Domino's comes up. <laughs> and I'm trying to think, you know, like what the connection here is other than the like, I guess that they squatted on 7-Eleven as a keyword because they have that pizza inside 7-Elevens. Right. It's got to be like a hungry college student uh, bet on the on the on the half on the behalf of the marketing on behalf. That's not right. Now, to be fair, <laughs> I am doing this on, literally on campus. So right. I don't know. So if there they, might be. But I don't there think be... Apple offers micro-targeting like that. Yeah, which is probably fine. But, I mean, people go to 7-Eleven pretty much for cigarettes and garbage food. So it's not it's not an unsafe bet that if you're interested in garbage food. Although, why would you be getting, I guess, as a store locator? But you'd think you would just use Google for that. So I guess it is kind of a weirder bet. I'm talking myself out of my initial... <laughs> <laughs> opinion, which was that this almost makes some kind of sense. In in in, in now, upon further reflection, stream of consciousness style. No, it does not. But regardless, the experience is that wow, App Store search really looks like it sucks. It does, and I mean, so it does. Well, I mean, yes, it does. <laughs> I mean, if you search for like, say, you want a specific type of game, and you try to search for that type of game, like, forget it. Yeah. Like, yeah, t genre is genre search is completely broken. But like instead of fixing that, they just want you to buy all the relevant keywords for your app instead of actually, you know, working on that. Yeah, which the big guys can do and the little guys cannot. Right. So a specific example of that is um, our two factor at work is through this app called Duo Security. And when you type that into the app store, you don't get Google Authenticator as a top-ish result. Above it, by like a couple, you get Google Duo, which is one of their <laughs> 17 attempts at having a chat app. 
Nobody is searching for Duo and wanting Google Duo because nobody knows what that is except for (laughs) Android users who have it by default. Yeah, um, and for shits and giggles, I searched it on. I searched uh, Duo security on the Play Store, and um, a Google Authenticator was higher than um, Google Duo. Right, and and neither of which were sponsored results. Right. Yeah, so Just Google's. It, it figured what I was looking for is something 2FA related, you know. Right. But yeah, you know, it's just, you know, bilk developers who aren't making enough from your store out of more money so you can grow services revenue because you can count that as services revenue. Yeah, also, it seems like part of the 30% value that Apple is allegedly providing to their developers, 30% of all sales. To uh, be a good storefront. Right. It should actually recommend me things that I want to pay for. Right. And instead, um, they are taking (laughs) an extra 1% away by killing um, affiliate codes. Because the the thing that developers would do is also sign up for affiliate marketing so that links on our own websites would use the affiliate code so we could get 1% back. Oh, and, um, but more importantly out of that, the 1% aside, the affiliate um, analytics could actually tell us that that was a link that came from our website. Mm. Because the apps or analytics don't. Um, they will sometimes tell you the root domain name if something came from a website, but not like a full URL or anything. Mm. But if you um, were passing out affiliate codes, then you could see all of that. Right. But yeah, you're right. (laughs) You know, and and that would be such a win-win too. Like not only would the developers be getting they're 70 percent but apple would be getting more 30 percent right if they were if they were actually providing that value to developers so it's remarkable that they've neglected to do that and continue to neglect to do that um this is getting a little long but our final bone of contention uh is things not coming in the box back in my day my 12 inch ibook which was the last of the 12 inch ibooks um the last g4 Mm iBook came with many adapters, (laughs) not as many as a a PowerBook, I think. I think think yours came with more, but it definitely came with a VGA adapter. Um, And so it came with the PowerBook, obviously. It came with the long power cord, Mm -hmm. obviously, (laughs) even though the new ones don't. Um, What else was in there? It came with a phone cord. Yes. For the modem, <laughs> a really nice, like white, pretty phone cord, which was kind of cute. It was. I I still have one of those. They're nice. <laughs> Never actually used one, but you know, could have. Actually, maybe. No, I guess I wouldn't have because if I ever did use my iBook as a fax, and I believe I did at least once or twice. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, it was a better experience than going to Kinko's. <laughs> Um, but yeah, <laughs> stuff in the box that you would never use, um, uh, that's fine, um, you know, and on one hand, like, oh, that's e-waste, but on the other, like, it's just, it really is just being cheap. I mean, Apple is not a big slice of the laptop market. <laughs> no, and it's like, the long power cord, everybody wants that. It's very convenient. Like, for no other reason other than just plugging those giant-ass bricks straight into a wall outlet is kind of 
Well, in an older house, sometimes it doesn't even work. Like their weight just falls. Yeah, it would out. fall down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my house is one such. For example, most of the outlets in this house are a little loose. So I actually found like five of the little duckhead thingies in a drawer one time because I always use a long cable. Mm-hmm. Right, I have a drawer of them too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're for. So if anything, they should include only the long cable, but. They like the, because they like everything to be small, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course, by default, you include the flippy one. A rumor this fall is, uh, and I, I don't think this is a meaningful draft pick. I mean, you can take it if you want it. Um, that the uh, box may issue the um, 3.5 millimeter to lightning adapter. So it'll mm. it'll just have a pair of lightning headphones in it. And you'll have to go pick up the admittedly cheapest thing on their store uh $10 headphone adapter if you want to use ye old analog headphones for your iphone with your thousand dollar iphone hey some people do but yeah yeah so i guess we should actually do draft picks uh at this point as quickly as because we've already (laughs) far exceeded our listeners expectations um so, right, my first pick was that the store does not go down during the event uh, this year because I'm sure they think that that builds hype. Actually, it builds irritation among people <laughs> yes. who might who might have, uh, like, a, an appointment with Apple Care, <laughs> Or, you know, you might want to buy something that they're not announcing. There's no reason for that segment to be down. Um, Maybe you want to buy some of the old watch bands in case my pick number two, there will be new watch bands. That's an obvious one, but it's one that I look forward to. And it's, you know, it's down for the whole business day up until that point. Yeah, man, it goes, it starts going down at like, like early. Yeah, like morning hour time Eastern, which is like, like what, 4 a.m. Pacific? Something like that. Yeah. Um. So uh, I, I have to pick two here. Um... I will take so um well, we should mention that uh late last week nine to five Mac stumbled upon the URL for the <laughs> stream of the event because I guess it's similar enough to or they were just watching all of Akamai. I have no idea. Um <laughs> but anyway, some actual product <laughs> images for the stuff that's being announced next week showed up. Um and they were a uh, pair of iPhone ten looking devices with the name iPhone ten S spelled with an S. Um one bigger than the other one in a shiny gold color um, and a watch matching the same gold color with less or with a better um, display to uh, watch ratio. Like, right and now, a less the, hideous digital crown. Yes. The uh, red is now a circle, not a uh, enormous dot. dot. Yeah. Um, so everything is with that because we can't. With that, knowing that knowledge, and we obviously can't pick those because they're guaranteed now. Because oh, they're just not good at leaks these days. Bless their hearts. And and this wasn't even like a disgruntled employee. This was just an incompetent employee. Yeah. Like, don't use a predictable. In fact, you should be able to use like a totally different staging area. Air gapped. It should be air gapped. Right. <laughs> So <laughs> what's what's your actual uh, has not yet been spoiled pick? I will go with that the 10S Plus will, in the tradition of the Plus phones, have some sort of superior camera on it. I hope not. I know. 
I don't want to buy the plus size. It's so big. But since I snagged a second pick, you should also make your second pick. Um, and that is that um, some piece of hardware will literally use the name iPhone 9. I was going <laughs> I was totally going to take that one too. <laughs> so it's it was very uh magnanimous of me to let you have that one um so <laughs> so uh another one that is near and dear to my heart would be that uh the new watches with the um edge-to-edge -edge display will still be compatible with existing bands yes that will be very expensive and aggravating <laughs> if this not come to pass yeah like i i don't have a lot of of bands compared to some people but compared to a lot of people i do <laughs> I have like 12 official bands and uh, a couple of unofficial ones. I have too many official ones and that is a lot of money. Yeah, like... I have more than one leather one. <laughs> the cheapest ones are $49. Yeah, I can't even... <laughs> man, I really wish they would make a leather loop for the 38mm watch. Why won't they make a leather loop for the... Mm. Anyway, I'm not going to predict that. Because I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm angry about it. Um, my next one will be that the iPhone 10, as released in 2017, I guess the the first iPhone 10 doesn't um, move down pricing a hundred dollars and stay in the lineup. I'm predicting it goes away, just like the original iPhone 5 went away a year later. I think you're quite likely. That seems like a safe bet to me. I was definitely eyeing that one earlier. <laughs> um, but I'm basically picking things that I want. <laughs> um, well, actually, I don't care if the store goes down. Like, it's it's just embarrassing at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Let's see. I don't think they're going to mention FaceTime, group FaceTime <laughs> at all. I think we're just supposed to forget about that. Uh, let's go with... Wasn't... Do we so we don't know for sure that there's going to be a face face ID iPad Pro? I thought we knew that for sure, so I'm going to take that one. Well, we don't know if it's going to be next Wednesday. True. Uh, I'll take a, the other face ID one, which is that um, uh, face ID will support landscape on some device. I hope that it supports <laughs> lying in bed mode, <laughs> whatever it needs to do, so that I don't have to like do special things for it to work when I'm lying on my side in bed. Can we teach it blanket face? I need, I just want to teach it blanket face. That would be the best. Like, I'm still willing to pull my chin out from under the covers. I understand why I need to do that. But I want it to work once I've done that without having to, you know, turn onto my back and hold the phone above my face in prime dropping position. Well, sometimes the blanket is a cat and that is non-negotiable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, what the hell? Let's go out on a limb, and I, for my fifth pick, I'll choose one that I don't think is is super likely, but is not impossible, and, uh, I'm gonna go with Mac Mini. Something. Anything for the poor Mac Mini. Man, it just uncapitalized Mini in Mac Mini, which is disrespectful. It is technically correct, but I disagree with the <laughs> Oh, is it really? Yes, that's why it does that. Because no Mac... kidding. Yeah, because Mac Mini is in the Apple Dictionary, so it... Damn. Well... Fine, but I disagree. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's correct, but they're wrong. <laughs> right. Exactly. And uh, my last one will be that 
um, air power will, in fact, make it out um, into the world, as promised last year by the end of this calendar year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. There is a comp uh, competing product that kind of does the same thing as air power in that it will charge three devices. But um, I think that the way the watch part works, like, is kind of janky. Right, because the watch isn't a Qi device. Apparently, the third generation will work with a very with a highly specific form of, of Qi mm. power, but um, I don't know if that's accurate. And uh, also, it really does need to magnet onto it if it can't just, like, yeah. flop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll see. I mean, it'd be nice. I don't think I would get one, but it would, you know, maybe for travel, actually. Right. That's what I want it for. I mean, yeah, it's what I would put on my nightstand. But uh, more importantly, for travel, it would be nice to have one thing instead of a, a million things. Right. And not not traveling with an iPhone with an Apple Watch dock would be cool. Yeah. All right. So we'll see how we do. This uh, might be competitive. We might. Uh, <laughs> this might be four to four because these all seem pretty guaranteed. But we'll. Whatever. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yep. Yep. Um, and uh, like I mentioned before, uh, we won't record event again before the event, so our next episode will be after 1 p.m. Eastern is when the event is. So it'll be at some point after that, whenever right. we get a chance. Um, and then after that, I'll be away for a week. We're not going to pre-record anything, so... But now it's uh, fall again. Kids have to go back to school. Or at least now they're mm -hmm. going back to school on the East Coast. I know other parts of the country do abominable things and send them back in August. I don't go to school, and I'm not related in any way to schools, except that I kind of live near one. But it's still kind of sad <laughs> for me that summer's over. Yeah. But at least we get new iPhones out of it. 